0: Jcastnetwork.org.
1: Welcome to Daily Daf Differently. I'm Rabbi Isabel De Konink, and I am Rabbi Michelle Greenfield. And today we are studying the twenty-second Daf of Masechet Pesachim. We're continuing from a conversation that starts at the beginning of our pereh, where we are examining the similarities and differences, the connections, between isur achila, the prohibition of eating, versus the isur of hana'a, the prohibition of benefit. So when things are forbidden for us from eating, whether or not they're also forbidden for us uh, concerning benefit from them more broadly. Khametz is at the center of our discussion, but on uh, the daf that we're dealing with today, we're using other items which you can't eat and trying to understand whether or not you can benefit from them and how that is related to uh, the relative prohibitions of eating uh, and benefit uh, in regards to khametz.
2: So we've been going through a list of different things. That have a prohibition against eating them, and might also have a prohibition against getting benefit from them. And the latest thing that we have come up with on our list is the ever min a limb or a piece of flesh from a living animal. It says in Devarim in Deuteronomy 12:23, "V'lo tochal ha'nefesh im ha'basar." You should not eat the life with the flesh. Everybody agrees that you just cannot eat pieces of animals that are still alive. The question is whether or not you can get benefit from this ever min hachai. The question is raised of whether or not you can get the benefit, and in the process of providing the answer, the Gemara brings us a beraita, which shows that we're allowed to get benefit, but still places some sort of a lim- limit on what you can do with the ever min hachai. The Bereita says, Rebinatan Min Minayan Shaloyesh Yoshit Adam Kos Yain Lenazir, The ever min hachai, Livne Noach. Talmud Lomar Vilifne Iver, Lotite Mikshol. Rebinatan taught, From where do we learn that one does not offer a cup of wine to a Nazarite? or a limb from a living animal, this Ever Hahai to Bnei Noach, to the sons of Noah. The verse says, in Leviticus 19, do not place a stumbling block before the
1: blind. So what does this have to do with whether we can benefit from Ever Hahai? I think to really understand what this Brita is doing here, we first have to understand a little bit about Bnei Noach. So as Michelle said, B'nai Noah literally means the children of Noah. And in most of halakhic literature, we find this term used to refer to all non-Jews. While our tradition doesn't require non-Jews to convert to Judaism in order to earn a place in the world to come, which is really like the biggest honor when it comes to our rabbis, the rabbis do teach that B'nai Noach are required to observe seven commandments, which are mostly ethical, moral, and humanitarian in nature, uh, in order to merit the honor of Uh, Getting a place in the world to come. And one of these Seven Commandments is the prohibition of eating a limb from a living animal. Uh, Apparently, at some point in time, it was fashionable in terms of food practice to to do this among some communities, Uh, but this was something that was prohibited both for Jews uh, and in the Jewish framework of the world really for for everyone. So our b'rita teaches that while it is prohibited for B'nai Noach to eat ever Hachai, Jews also are prohibited from intentionally putting B'nai Noach in a position where they might inadvertently transgress this prohibition. The b'rita also brings a second related uh, example about the Nazirite. Uh, where we are taught that if we are eating with someone who has taken a Nazarite vow, which includes voluntary abstinence from wine, that it would be inappropriate for us to offer them a glass of wine. And in both the case uh, concerning B'nai Noach and Ever Minachai, and in concerning the Nazarite uh, with regards to wine, the Braita uses the verse, Lifnei iver lo titei to explain why it is that we're not allowed to do these things.
2: So this verse, which is from Leviticus 19, and actually starts with "Lo Don't curse the deaf, and before a blind person, don't place a stumbling block, is used in very interesting ways in rabbinic literature. The rabbinic use of this verse basically says that you can't help others to sin or you can't cause others to sin or to go against a mitzvah which we see here you cannot help b'nei noach go against the mitzvah go against the commandment of Evermin min hachai of eating these limbs from animals and since the nazarite has taken a vow it would be problematic for them to eat to drink wine or to eat grapes so you can't help them you can't be the cause of their stumbling um Even giving bad advice falls into this. You shouldn't be placing these stumbling blocks in front of people. It's interesting to me, as somebody who works in the world of special education and inclusion of people with disabilities, because often in the communities that I work with, people are really excited about this verse, and people like to use this verse to say that the Torah and early Judaism were promoting, not necessarily inclusion, but were promoting proper treatment of people with special needs of people who couldn't necessarily fend for themselves, which is, in fact, the shot of this verse. It's what the verse seems to be saying. Don't curse the deaf, don't speak ill of somebody who can't hear you, and don't put a stumbling block, don't cause trouble for somebody who is blind. But throughout rabbinic literature, this literal definition is ignored in favor of a more abstract reading of not causing others to sin, it does, however, also make this blindness in the verse something that anybody can have. Blindness isn't necessarily physically, physical blindness. It's a weakness or a lack of understanding, an addiction, or an inability to resist temptation. So here in Arboreta, the people who are blind are pretty much everybody. It's B'nai Noach. It's somebody who's not supposed to eat the evermin hachai. And it's a Nazir who has taken the vow. To not drink the wine.
1: So, coming back to the broader question on our daf, can we get benefit from evermin hachai, which we know that we can't eat? Our bright uh, ends up helping us to understand that we, we, yes, in general, can get benefit from an evermin hachai, from a limb, from a living animal. However, we can't get benefit from it. Uh, by giving it to a non-Jew to eat.
0: I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daft Differently and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epic album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.